0: The following episode is a continuation of the last episode, part one of Icar Falls. This is part two. Enjoy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Again, we spent 20 it. minutes discussing a four and a half page story. I think it's
0: going to be like 20 minutes for each one. <laughs> These
2: are good stories. Yeah. Uh, also, very nice segue. That was that was quite quite good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this this story that I'm going to talk about um, and is one of my favorite in the books uh, is called the fulcrum, uh, which I think is hilarious that it's the fulcrum period because oh yeah no okay I guess they all are they all do have because yeah. I was going to say that's an a, a, an extra little. Uh, twist on Just it. kind of
0: another, yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: but so the Fulcrum is a single sentence story um, and it uh, basically starts with the greatest way to start a story I've ever found which is, you will either die or lose your mind if you reach the end of this sentence, so stop reading it. Um, and then it goes on to detail uh, the finding in the 30s by a research group of a single point of Uh, punctuation, uh, a a glyph, uh, uh, some sort of um, uh, just denotation or demarcation of grammar that has not existed and has not previously been found that they refer to as the ablation mark or the fulcrum. Um, And then it says, you know, whether this is supposed to uh, give the visual appearance of this or just the annotation of it isn't something that is told and that you shouldn't dwell on because the fulcrum is essentially a basilisk it is a single thing that upon viewing alters the way your brain works such that it deconstructs your understanding of language and any attempt to give a structure to events around you essentially it destabilizes your nervous system and uh causes you to lose sentience which is it's oddly
1: oddly like the exact opposite of the of the pontypool thing
2: yeah
0: I was actually—I yeah, should actually put that in my notes. It's like it, this reminded me a lot of like the Pontypool virus, mm-hmm. which where it just it affects you through your through our language. Yeah, um, and um, so
2: the the writer continues on this sentence, and it becomes clear that they have seen the ablation mark um, and uh, the fulcrum, um, and are essentially writing this sentence, this purely grammatically correct sentence, as they say, in order to allow themselves to not break into the 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 or not to, to try and stave off the effect of the fulcrum the the sensory, sensory perception uh, that halts and then the his mind locking up into an absence of darkness uh, and, and a catastrophic sympathetic response of the central nervous system um, and Lots so of fancy
0: words yeah
2: <laughs> essentially what it's what it's doing is it it gives you the, the idea of something that you can barely picture that says each instance of punctuation or each instance of grammatical definer or anything that exists to define structure is wrong, or this thing undercuts all of those, or this thing exists only to break those things, or it exists as a... Another part, and it is so impossible to understand that it erases all knowledge of structure and understanding. Um, it's it. There is. It reminds me of. Um, I forget what it is, but there is a, a pretty fantastic uh, short film that's basically a, a scientist trying to discover the number between three and four, and it...
1: Oh, yeah, the, the, secret, the secret number.
2: Yeah, the secret number, and it, it, it uh, basically follows this guy who, for a moment, is able to break out of the understanding of mathematics to conceptualize a perfect number that exists between three and four. Um, and like it yeah, like drives it's, him insane and breaks all of yeah. reality yeah, it, it, it's, it's
1: a it's a short film it's like 16 minutes long it's it's really effective but and, and I mean... it's yeah and it, and it and it and it's it sums itself up in a really good way that it's 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 most it's just like I think it's 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 mostly told from the accounts of the psychologist who's working with him trying to tell him that there's no number between three and four and like
2: and and the transmission of that information becomes something that breaks another person's mind which i think is is really again the point of this story is that there is the the story is claiming that there is a piece of information that exists with which can be used to destroy the mind of a human being and just completely
0: yeah just, compl- yeah. just go into utter mind death or uh, uh, the mind death just completely shut you down yeah
2: complete complete <clears throat> ego destruction Um, and it, you know, it, it it tells this story through this guy trying to completely write out this sentence and he gets to a certain point and cannot do it any longer. And it, the, the story gives you this rising wave of urgency as he starts to use, you know, all caps and, and, uh, his sentence becomes, uh, less and less composed and he starts using less and less punctuation, uh, until it just becomes this long run on sentence that ends, they not supported in
1: any ISO eighty-eight fifty-nine dash one fonts. Yeah, which
2: is great. Yeah. Thank God um, he didn't
0: use UTF eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think this one is would have definitely been effective online. I'm not uh, like I mean it still works with the uh, on a printed page, but. Yeah, yeah. Think... it's it's definitely something that should like is good for like it would been good for like reading it online.
2: Well, and cuz it exists, it doesn't have car- it doesn't have paragraph breaks, it doesn't have paragraph indentation indentation. It is a single block of text that is unfortunately broken up by a turning page in the book. Um, it's it's also yeah.
1: it's also interesting to note and I guess fitting to note that the that this is the only one that doesn't have like an ending stamp. Yeah. Because the stamp
0: is the Oh, fulcrum. Jesus. Oh, God. Um, it just basilisks past the reader.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, this story is also interesting because it exists um, a lot more... Like, there is no specific mention of Icker Falls. There is no mention of yeah. anything else about the Icker Falls. But it's, just, those, it's just fulcrum. It's just the fulcrum. Yeah. This, it's the only point. However, there is a single point of... Uh, there is a single line which... Uh, opens up the story for uh, a bit more horror in that um, at the very end he says, I never should have opened that drawer in the office and if I had never read the paper, I'd have never seen the fulcrum, but God help me, God help me, I did. Um, and so the the horror there is that there this is a a glyph that was found in you know some cave somewhere, but that somebody has marked down and been able to mark it down, and been able to keep it, without succumbing to it.
0: Oh
1: God! Well, I mean, that's sort of the, the, kind of. I mean, I guess. Okay, I guess in order for that somebody had to had to have looked at it, and then have had to have been able to go back to an office, write this down, and um, and then, but then the, go insane or die. But, but at <laughs> the same time, didn't. at the same time, it's only it's only hinted at what writing the fulcrum does because. As far as we know, like, the fulcrum could be like the ring tape, and that the only way to save yourself from it is to perpetuate it.
2: Um, well, no, not necessarily, because um, the, the implication is that this person who is writing the story, who is writing the sentence, has seen the fulcrum and has immediately started writing this in order to stave off its effects. Um, and, uh... Uh, it, it it isn't saying it isn't said that writing the fulcrum does anything uh to to stop it or, or to change it it's simply seeing it and knowing what it is or being given context for what it is, or not even being given context i think the the interesting thing is he's he sees the fulcrum and yeah and he just, just
1: instantly understands it. it yeah
2: yeah um and again, and so, we're saying
1: he, but we don't know uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's it's ambiguous, yeah, yeah, yeah so usual. Is, is. I'm sorry, <laughs> we're terrible feminists. <laughs>
2: uh. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, that's that's one. Of, I mean, it's it's a small thing, and it requires a lot of inference, but there is the indication that somebody else has written down the fulcrum and put it away or written a scholarly paper on it or, you know, has some sort of information about it and has just put it in a desk drawer. Like, they are either so unaffected by it or people have... This is just a string of people that keep seeing and finding it and then dying because of it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And either way, it's like, holy shit. Um,
0: Yeah, the... uh... I was like, oh, shoot, I had something here. Um, and, crap, it's gone.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, one way or another, this this has somehow escaped
0: its initial environment. And then somebody has found it and put it in a drawer and been very careless with something so deadly.
2: <laughs> yeah, and and the interesting point is that it, it is said that, um, viewed as a glyph, it is fairly unremarkable and it doesn't have much... Uh, much effect but operates differently when encountered as a component of grammar so something about this thing being put into context makes it deadly which is cool I, I really like yeah. that Um, and I think that that it, it's an indication of a a fear that can exist of things not understood but the, the a lack of understanding of them or, or when you understand something you, you even more scared of it. Like you can see this thing and think that's odd, and then once you understand it, you're terrified of it.
0: That, yeah, it's the realization of the revelation.
2: Exactly, and that's really cool. That's just great. Um, I, I like this story because it's uh, it, it doesn't have a whole lot of um, extra fluff to it. It is just the very insistent last message of somebody who is who knows they are dying and is are succumbing to. Oh well, yeah, and I um,
1: and I think that I think the thing is that like the 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 interesting part about it is that the story that comes from it is the story that you infer from it because mm-hmm. yeah. the the story as it stands, it, I mean, the story the story as it stands, like I think as we said, it's just it's a it's a huge fucking runoff sentence, like
0: mm-hmm. yeah, uh, actually, yeah, is that okay? So. Is it actually grammatically correct at all? Yes, like, it
2: is. Uh, except really? Have you, have except you actually gone through it... and diagrammed diagram? Did you actually go through it? Yeah, except for the fact that it doesn't end with an actual piece of punctuation, <laughs> yes, it is grammatically correct. It, it, well, no, it, it
0: ends with a fulcrum.
2: Well, okay, yeah. yes, it does end with fulcrum. <laughs> you just can't perceive it. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's a grammatically correct sentence, which is really cool.
0: Huh. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like, what, two pages of...
2: Yeah, it's something like... 500 words of just one long run on sentence. Yeah. It's cool.
0: Yeah. It's definitely cool as a, um, I like it as an artifact or like, a, as a, like a would be artifact or like as a, uh, um, like a concept.
2: Yeah. It's, it's very much along the lines of here is an idea that is scary versus here is a, a series of events carried out by an antagonist that is scary. Like it's just, this thing exists and it did this thing to somebody. And that's all you get yeah.
0: to know. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess uh, are we? I guess we're good with Fulcrum. Yeah, I think that is all it. right. Um, we'll go into the Gambler, or the. Um, the it's called Society. the Gambler Online now, but um, it's the Opossum Society in the book. Oh, um,
2: did that, did that, I didn't know the title had changed. That makes a lot more sense. I, well,
0: yeah. I, I well, it's it, I think it's the Opossum Society in the actual book, but in um, but when I looked it up online because I could actually I, we were actually able to find these uh, on creepypasta.wiki. Wiki. Um, if you actually look up the names for them, I mean, it's also possible um, that
1: that's an archival error.
0: Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. And I think it got named, yeah, gambler, uh, the gambler in, uh, on that site. So, um, but yeah, that one, this one is, uh, it's a guide, to, uh, like, ex- like explaining a story that his grandfather told him or was telling him, uh, about how they, uh, he used to be, um, a gambler, like a poker player. Uh, and he got invited to a club and started playing a game with them, uh, with some, with some, uh, people, uh, wow, this is gonna be an awesome rundown, (laughs) um, and they, they start taking, they start drinking and stuff like that, and playing the game, and the, uh, they they eventually start, uh, like, they start playing some hands and stuff like that, and then one of them loses, actually, hang on.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, I mean that's the summation of events. Like the the hands of the game are. It's just said that like they keep giving him drinks.
0: Yeah, they just keep drinking and stuff of like that. And then um, he the the game ends, and he's not the one that loses. Somebody else does, and it's like, well, sorry, old chap. And then he just kind of breaks out into hysterics. Uh, this other guy, this loser, um, and he just like pleads for uh, like in desperation. The, guy, the the grandfather doesn't know what's going on, just thinks it's a game. And the guy runs out uh, crying into the night. Uh, and then there, uh, an, uh, the woman who is offering them drinks and stuff uh, comes over with another one. He's like, no, I think I'm good for now. It's like, oh, no, you really need to take this drink. It's like, no, no, I'm good. And it's like, and then the one, uh, it's like, no, you really need to take this drink. And then, um, then the it's like, why? And the
1: leaned in and said, it's the antidote.
0: Yeah, uh, implying that they had been drinking poison for the, la- for the entire game
1: yeah um, the, the ultimate poker game yeah for, for one game.
0: uh yeah so it's it's not really supernatural but it's a nice little creepy twist at the end of it and it, it reminded me of um like it's the kind of thing that you would hear from uh like maybe not the the topic but it's the kind of like narrative that you'd hear from an older relative or grandfather how it actually is written or as it is written mhm uh and it does give you a little bit more flavor about um, the older, uh, like, because again, we're assuming that, uh, we're, we're led to assume that's in Icker Falls again. Um, and it does give uh, a little bit of flavor to the history of Icker Falls with the Opossum Society. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, I like the idea of just this, this gambling, or essentially this, this club that exists only to weed out one person and bring one new person <laughs> in each time they get together. Like... Yeah, Ugh. Ugh. Yeah,
0: and it's, like, not even, it's, yeah, again, it's not even supernatural, like, some of the other stuff, or some of the other, uh, doesn't even have a supernatural connotation at all, like, some of the, um, like, the majority of the other stories, it's just it, a it's, very dark, <laughs> creepy story on its own. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's more Russian mundane. roulette
2: played with, uh, or played <laughs> with, with a significantly more roundabout way of killing somebody, like, it's just, like, oof.
0: yeah. Now, uh, is it, I I can't, I I think for some reason I remember seeing this, or like hearing about this when, like going over Brood Hollow, like is is this, like was this expanded or elaborated on in that? Um, Um, There
2: is a, there is a society of men in Brood Hollow, um, just like there is a society of of women in Brood Hollow. Mostly
1: what they do is sit around and drink and play cards. Yeah, and and they
2: they play a bizarre card game that isn't explained and doesn't have a lot of yeah the, point. The,
1: the joke is that nobody is that everybody knows how to play it except the main character right yeah. um,
2: and so we don't have an an actual like instance of you know them getting together to you know to do this specific thing with with the uh, the drinking of the. yeah I think it's just it's poison. more
1: it, it more falls into the it more falls into the idea of a secret society as a whole as, as a whole like the Masons or elk Lodge or whatever exactly yeah.
0: Yeah, and again, in connotation, like, it, get, it just adds to the, the flavor of this old town. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else you guys would like to share about it, or...?
2: No, this one's um, this one's pretty well-contained and very small. It, it's it's a lot more of a... It's
1: a, it's a, it's a... it's a lot more of a story than it is... Um, I think, honestly, this one's probably... Um, this is one of the ones that is more definitively, like... I, I guess more definitively not scary. And well, and it's
2: it's not it, a creepy pasta. It, it is very much a you know, and it's only tangentially a ghost story. It's it's more along the lines of something you'd encounter in like a Stephen King novel, uh, or or yeah. something that exists as it, it, it is a strange thing that occurred to one person once in their life and has sort of come to define a lot of uh, the, the, the the story of another person.
1: Mm. also i i guess one one uh little thing i i hadn't noticed um i hadn't i guess i hadn't read the story again after i read it the first time i liked i, I like the little remark that he heard they poured strong drinks there <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> very yeah
1: but yeah it's i think there's not really a lot to discuss because this this story's pretty cut and dried like the idea the the everything's very well explained
0: yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, there's nothing. It's just really. It's else it's, to, you know, it's, it mostly.
1: I think it fits. It fits with the other stories in that it, it, or with short fiction in general, in that it 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 ends on a single particular line, which is just, and and I think, it has
0: like a twist, like a little like a dark twist or something at the end of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's. Um, that,
2: yeah. yeah I think the other interesting thing about this story is it's one of the very few and I think it might honestly be the only one that gives any sense of closure or ending to a story like we don't we don't know anything about the opossum society we don't know like what happens to this to this man beyond that he goes on to live the rest of his life somehow to tell the story to his grandson um, yeah but there there is a a final point of the story like we we don't have you know we have this one man running out and we know he dies and then we mm-hmm. have the ending of the game and the drinking of the antidote like yeah,
1: yeah, I'd say I'd say that maybe the promise has has some closure to it mm-hmm. but not not really because it, it ends it ends with the guy saying like um and I, I oh, mean this promise. is this <laughs> yeah. is I mean, we could we could just go and discuss this whole book if we felt like it but i don't know if we have that much yeah, time. Yeah, um take a while. like yeah, but i think the i think the promise is one that kind of has kind of ends with a closure but not really. Oh, uh, three 3
2: miles up a narrow dirt road absolutely has closure. I forgot about that story. Oh, and also 20, oh, 20 yeah. minutes
1: in the dark. Yeah, true. Yeah, although that one too. Although, to some, although to some degree 20 minutes in the dark, the resolution of that raises its own questions. Mm-hmm. Cuz because yeah, it's like it, it has a very definitive, it, like it, I guess like we—we'd have to start discussing other stories if we want to discuss like what we know about them at this point. Right. Um, yeah, I think I think
0: I think we'll we'll uh, I think for this episode we'll just do like the four we have, and then like maybe down the road we'll do another one with. Yeah, there, there. The other stories.
2: Essentially, read this book because this book is so good. <laughs> There's so this much book in this or book, you can
1: find you can find all those stories online. People have taken them and put them on the Creepypasta archive, but I don't know, yeah, the book's like 8 dollars on Amazon
2: and yeah. very very worth it. Very worth well it. Probably put also, probably
1: less on Kindle.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Also, I should note um uh, there's actually also like a lot of things like when uh, with these with these uh, Creepypastas I tend to um uh, re- refresh myself on them by listening to them on YouTube, because um, there's a that's a that's the one thing about creepy is that there's a lot of readings of these game of these stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and for this these ones in particular, I did actually was able to hunt down refreshers for all four. Cool. Um, for curious little thing, Mister Creepypasta does a really good reading. Or no. Uh, Actually, no. Unfortunately, like uh, his fir- uh, the Mr. Creepy Pasta It's his first reading. Um, the voice, his voice is per- is, is just as good as, as it's always been for any of his readings. The sound quality is a little iffy, mm-hmm. but otherwise, it's a it's a decent re- uh, listen to, um, or a different reading. Uh, for Lemon Blossom Girl, um, the YouTube channel Creepy Couple Pasta um, does a, uh, a a very nice uh, reading of it. However, they change the perspective to a girl, but it doesn't really change a whole lot. Gotcha. of the uh, of the story just they use um uh the fee- the feminine um uh connotations i guess um <laughs> uh, for certain things and then for fulcrum um honestly i couldn't find anything which is not very i mean honest, i mean <laughs> well
1: fulcrum is probably fulcrum is probably the one that that absolutely needs to be
0: like read yeah. yeah, You really do need to read that one in order to actually like. Yeah, don't how, how, to it. how do you how do
1: you do how do you do a, how how do you read uh, aloud a story that's about punctuation?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then uh, the gambler or um, the opossum society. Uh, has a great reading by uh, by creepy Vegeta two four one zero zero zero. I love nice. the YouTube video. Does I love he, the YouTube does channel's he, does he read it as names. the
1: creepy prince of all Saiyans? Apparently, um, yeah. They,
0: they, those those first like, the, those three lemon blossom girl curious little thing and the uh, the opossum society are all done really well on for reading. So uh, if you don't feel like reading them or if you don't feel like uh, reading it again, um, they're out there. And yeah, the books out for eight dollars on Amazon. Um, these are also all archived online on uh, creepypasta dot wiki. Um, I think that's pretty much about it. I gotta yeah. say that
1: um, just as a as a final note, I do like that the uh, the final that that the final story is the shining one from above the clouds, which. As far as setting up this whole thing goes, actually gives a pretty good resolution to everything and a pretty good well, yeah it does to... it, it, it
0: does kind of tie everything together yeah it gives in a little it bit. gives it, yeah.
2: it gives an actual thread of mythos to Icker Falls and when I, I went and took this book and tried to make a uh, a campaign out of it for for a role playing game and that was essentially what I took for the main thread of the story is that this yeah. shining one is is. The, the point and the reason for Acre Falls.
1: Well, I mean, um, if you look at, it, I mean, the, yeah, the Shining one is the is the it's it is the perfect companion story to Welcome to the Falls. Like mm-hmm. the falls, the falls says all these things happened. The Shining one story is a legend that says this is why these things are happening.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah, and I like how it's put it's the last one because it does. It, like you've read all these other stories prior, and then this one just kind of helps to weave everything together in yeah. a certain way. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Um, I will say probably the scariest one in this book is absolutely The Stillwood King, because it's yeah. gross and horrific. Yeah. Um, and then... Um, and I
0: almost get a Slenderman vibe oh, off of it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. To degree. Yeah, it's... it's yeah, that's... Yeah, um, and then uh,
2: Three Miles Up a Narrow Dirt Road is really good um, and, and pretty scary as well, uh, even though it's less of a... It's more of a short story and less of a creepy pasta um, Yeah. yeah. So yeah, read this book. This book is good. (laughs) Okay. That is my final (laughs) word on this.
0: Yeah. Um, And yeah, uh, so... Uh, do you guys have any, uh, any like, do you guys want to do your plug now, or, like, for Drunk and the Ugly, or? Uh, sure, yeah. To uh, it off, since we're finishing up? Yeah, we,
2: Drunk and the Ugly is a uh, role-playing game uh, podcast. We post twice a week um, RPG actual plays. We play everything from monsters and other childish things to Call of Cthulhu. Um, our longest-running s- uh, series is Mrs. Frida's Halfway Home for Terrible and Freakish Children, and we're very proud of it. It's quite good. Um, Come and listen to it. Uh, We have a YouTube channel, um, Ugly Jeb, I believe, on YouTube, uh, where we post three times a week, um, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Monday and Friday are separate games, and Wednesdays are uh, Matt's run-through of various things in Kerbal Space Program, which yeah, are excellent.
1: That's Every every other yeah. week because um, unlike everything else on that channel, that actually takes a significant amount of editing. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, yeah, have... you
0: have to, like, do videos and stuff. You have to actually, like, make the videos and then do the commentary for them. Well, too. yeah,
1: well, and also, it comes to the thing where, like, the rest of the games are largely, like, we play it, and then we watch it and commentate on it, and the Kerbal Space Program is, I play this game for, like, four or five hours, I find all the, I, and then i construct a highlight reel that goes on for 30 minutes
2: yeah um so yeah find us at drunken uh we're on twitter at the drunken ugly uh i think we're on facebook but that doesn't matter uh we have a forum um and uh we have a pretty active listener base and everybody's awesome so come on by and say hi and listen to some of our stuff uh, and
1: hang out. Yeah, we've got like 400 episodes and all of them <laughs> yeah. are all
0: of them are now on iTunes.
2: We have so much stuff for you to listen to. Please, so much please content come listen to
0: it. So much monsters and other childish things. So much, monsters. so much. So much. <laughs> so much. <laughs> um and yeah, if uh if you liked what you uh heard, if you'd like to uh, send us a suggestion or a comment Um, put it in the comment section, wherever these, this podcast goes up, either on YouTube or iTunes, leave us a review for iTunes since we are up there on El Dente Rigamortis. Uh, we're on Twitter, um, under Review Cultist and, um, that's the show. So, um, oh, also, uh, leave us an email, uh, or you can also send us an email at Aldente Rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D E N T E R I G A M O R T I S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypasses that you want us to discuss on the show. So, uh, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. And this has been Sam and Matt from The Drunk and the Ugly. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well.